What's up, guys? Welcome to the Humans of MarTech podcast. His name is John Taylor. My name is Phil Gamash. Our mission is to future-proof the humans behind the tech so you can have a successful and happy career in marketing. What's up, guys? Today, we're going to talk about an email program, and it's going to be the most engaged email program you'll ever build. It's called a five-day email course, and the best part is you won't have to create any new content for it. Lots of people say gated content is dead. No one opens your emails. No one is going into your nurtures and talking to sales, and this is true for most because most companies do this wrong. Today, we're going to talk about how to do email right. I think there's an age-old debate around gating versus ungating. It, start, it started when HTML developed the form and the ability for users to submit their emails on the web and marketers realized that they could follow up with those people and eventually generate revenue for them. I think there's a lot of debate around kind of the effect, efficacy of these, these programs, um, gated content versus ungated content. Do you give your content away? I think it all hinges around the value conversation, like how much value do you provide people on the internet with the content you provide? If you exchange an email or not, it really depends on, is that valuable? Personally, I would love to live in a world where we didn't have to gate content. But when you don't have, when you do have to gate content because you have targets and you work for a company and you have marketing targets, Oh, and there's nothing, there's nothing worse on the planet than you, you get an interesting report on some website, you enter in your information and you haven't even opened the damn report and you got a salesperson calling you on your phone. You're like, dude, like I haven't even looked at your report and they're like, are you going to buy our product? And it's not even a demo. Like they're, they're qualifying you. Like they don't even want you to jump in the demo yet. They're like, what's your budget? Like, what's your title? Are you reporting to, are you the decision maker? Yeah. Subject line equals band. Do you have band? <laughs> But yeah, I'm uh, like, I still love lead magnets. Like there is um, a world of possibilities here. And like so many companies do this and do this really, really poorly. Um, some of my favorite lead magnets are tools and quizzes. Like I, I think of the HubSpot website grader where you basically put in your URL and like the tool spits out like how SEO friendly your website is. But there's a lot of these kind of tools uh, at the top of the website that just like um, allow you to answer a question. But before you get like the results of that quiz or, or get access to the tool, like you need to give your email address to get some mm -hmm. of the, the results. Well, and I love those tools myself. It's like on my marketing bucket list to create a, s a set of those tools and ideally yeah. give them away for free. But here's a reality that we all have to contend with. We don't have a full stack development team underneath of us who are building these pro uh, you know, products, basically. You know, HubSpot has the ability to invest in a website grading tool that probably would, you know, took six months of development time. What are some, you know, when we're thinking about this as well, like uh, I think you hit on a point that I want to dive into, which is the value, the exchange of value, right? Like if you're going to exchange your email, your, your personal contact information with somebody, you want to get value in exchange for it. We don't always have the time to build those fancy website tools or uh, quizzes or th those types of things. So what kind of pragmatic tips do you have in terms of developing these programs, things that people can do who are listening today that they could start on literally right now? 
Yeah. So let's, let's dive into to the email course. Like the email courses are essentially a content upgrade, right? So Brian Dean has kind of pioneered this term content upgrade, like release a blog post, but don't give away a hundred percent of your content, give away like 60% of your content on your blog post, and then have a form on there somewhere that says like, if you want the full blog post, or if you want the full article, like give us your email and you can access this or download it in a PDF. Those, those are the most popular eBooks and content upgrades that, that you'll see on blog posts. Um, so the email course is similar in a sense, but what's different is that when someone downloads one of those eBooks and behind the scenes, marketers put those, uh, those leads into nurturing campaigns and they get emails from sales. And, uh, it's kind of like very, uh, seller centric in a way, right? Like I just downloaded an eBook on, you know, the, the best tips to start a podcast. I'm not necessarily ready to like start a free trial of transistor right away. There's like a lot of stuff that I'm trying to figure out. Well, and the, the, what's interesting about the email courses is you see this classic problem around what do I do with my nurture programs, right? Like I've got this great technology, you know, nurture programs in Marketo, workflows in HubSpot. Like I want to put these to great use. And then next thing you know, it's this like weird cornucopia of content that goes out. And it's like, yeah, you downloaded this this interesting benchmark report. And then next thing you know, you're getting you know, top of funnel content, number one, top of funnel content, number two, and then, yeah. oh, well, it's time for a sales outreach. So we'll, <laughs> we'll throw that in there too. And, it, and it's really unfocused. What, you know, offline, we've talked a lot about email courses. One thing I like about them is, is the focus that it provides to your nurture efforts. It's very clear. You're helping people and you're educating them, leveling them up. So I know also from, from working with you in the past, you've got a really solid playbook. Um, for putting these email courses together. I love it. I've used it in other contexts and other, and other work environments. Walk our listeners through your playbook. Yeah, so I've, I've had the pleasure of doing this uh, at a few different companies now. And um, I kind of have the process broken down into uh, like a three, three-step process. Um, and a lot of it is uh, almost like a content project, right? So, um, you know, regardless of what your role is on the team, if the company you work for is predominantly doing this like ebook strategy for lead gen, um, there's opportunity for you to kind of like flip that on its head and uh, experiment with email courses. So step one is basically figuring out what you're trying to teach. So I, I'll go into the company's GA and you look at the top uh, most popular content topics for uh, that company's blog, right? So let's, let's take uh, Transistor for, for example here. We're using Transistor to host this podcast, um, and I kind of went on this like uh, content discovery uh, early on this summer. So for folks at the top of the funnel on Transistor.com, they're like finding some of the most popular blog posts. I'm guessing are like how to come up with a concept for your blog, how to record your episodes, um, you know, what tools do you need, how to publish a podcast, blah blah blah. Like they're all kind of at the top of the funnel. So there's a really cool opportunity for um, Transistor to kind of like package all of those blog posts together into like a topic right so at the top of the funnel for transistor it's probably how to start a podcast and one thing i really like about this approach sorry to interrupt but one of the no, things no, i like i like about the, the this approach is that you know as we started to talk about starting this this podcast ourselves we realized okay there's a lot that goes into this process and your industry, you know, B2B, B2C, there's still a lot to unpack in terms of the knowledge required to be an expert user of your product. When you're just, you know, random Google searching, you got to put it all together. Instead, when you're 
packaging this, when you're looking through Google Analytics, understanding what is what is popular with people, you also get an indicator. What are the gaps? You know, what are the teaching gaps, and what are the opportunities for us mm -hmm. to actually provide you with? Hey, you found step three, but you're missing step one, and I can right. get you from step one to step five. Yeah, I love that. Like, it's so hard for like web visitors to really find the content they're looking for. Like, unless there's like a really good search engine on the website itself, um, like you often just get like completely overwhelmed with the the volume of content like on a company's blog page, right? Like, if you were to go on Transistor's blog right now, like there's there's a lot of blog posts in there. They they've kind of like catered it really well. There's a lot of different CMSs for a blog that allow you to like tag and and find stuff easier easier but um the idea with the email course is like you're you're taking all of that work away from the front end user like it's very seller centric uh sorry very buyer centric in a sense that you're basically telling these guys like hey instead of like wasting the next two three hours on our website and trying to find the, the content that you're looking for and answering your question here's the question you're trying to answer. It's how to start a podcast. And instead of going on our website for two, three days, like give us your email address. And in the course of five days, you're going to get five minute lessons every day in your inbox. And I'm going to teach you everything you need to know about how to start a podcast. Mm -hmm. And it solves that again, that uncertainty of how do I even approach learning a topic? That's really tough. It's really tough to just like jump into a brand new topic mm -hmm. and understand the, the A to Z. And so I think from a branding perspective, this is really cool because you have the opportunity to position yourselves as an authority in this space. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, so step one is like figuring out what you're trying to teach. So in, in our example here, Transistor is uh, starting to plan out how do we uh, create an email course around how to start a podcast. So uh, step two is basically a pillar page and a lot of SEOs will will tell you this is kind of part of the, the content strategy anyways. Um, but like I, I do this in a big Google Doc. So like you would take the four or five best top of funnel blog posts um, that are related to how to start a podcast and you basically like figure out what you're trying to teach and you throw them all into one big pillar page in, in Google Doc. And step three is what you can imagine, like you start trimming the fat. So on a lot of blog posts that you'll read, like there's commentary and like analogies and like side stories. There's a lot of like opportunity to, to cut a lot of that fluff and mm -hmm. start figuring out how you're gonna break up all that content into five lessons. Like usually, it's kind of done for you. If you're picking five blog posts, like you essentially have five lessons there, but there might be more, there might be less, but it's essentially the exercise of like figuring out um, like what are those lessons going to be in, in that email course? Well, what's interesting too, is you start to juxtapose the different mediums, right? Like somebody on a pillar page or on a web piece of content may have an expectation. They'll spend a little bit more time on it, but when you're yeah. in somebody's inbox, like you're lucky if you get me to read, you know, past the the first two lines in the subject line. Like it's, I'm brutal for it, and I've talked about this in the past. I'm 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 also brutal for opening every email and inflating your open rates. But I look at it, skim it, and it's like, I just had a great conversation with a gentleman on on the sales side, and he he asked me some questions around like, hey, you know, uh, I sent you some sales outreach. I want some feedback on that. I'm like, whoa, dude, you're you're so brave asking a marketer for for feedback on your sales outreach. And I kept coming back to like, actually my context is really important. And I almost reject everything, even the best emails on the planet. And I'm like, dude, I just don't have time. Like I don't have focus to go read through your fancy email. So what I like is, is that you start to think about this from your, the user's perspective, the audience's perspective of trimming the fat, getting the content, making it super, super skimmable for them. 
Yeah. So uh, yeah, super skimmable, like making it um, very tight knit and like easy to deliver. So like we're usually aiming for two to three minute reads. So like our, our rule of thumb is around like 600, 650 words in your email, which is still on average, like pretty big. Um, but we make them usually it's HTML based. So there's, um, you know, some tutorials in there, some images, and uh, we're oftentimes, um, you know, making it very skimmable. So like we'll put headers on each of the paragraphs and like allow folks to just like mm -hmm. dive into the, the sections that they're interested in. But like the cool part is like folks know that these are five minute lessons. So like usually when you get an, an email in your inbox, like you, you know that someone is usually trying to sell you something or they're kind of like forcing you to go on a website or whatever. Like the, the, the behavior that we're teaching the folks that sign up for the email course is that all of that content is going to be sent to your inbox and it's like a five minute piece of content. You don't need to mm -hmm. click on anything or go anywhere to digest it. No one is trying to sell you anything. Like we, have taken some of the best approaches to teaching you about the topic that you just signed up for and this is a five minute lesson in your inbox and so like the the ask up front for those folks is a lot less uh, intrusive in a way yeah and i i think a lot of the problems that marketers run into with nurture programs and email overall is setting expectations right you sign up for something and then you know you downloaded some some guide that the, the vendor has provided. And then next thing you know, you're getting these emails that seem like, whoa, where are they coming from, right? And it is a necessary evil. It's something I do regularly. And I always ground myself back on like, what, what would the user expect from us? You know, if, if I'm in their inbox, I want to make sure that I'm, I'm as close to the value proposition that I can provide them as possible, which is why I love, I also just love the fact that you advertise like, yeah, you're going to get X amount of emails. They're going to take this long to read. Cool. Very cool. So you've got, you, you figured out what you're going to teach. You built your pillar page. You've, you've got your lessons all set up. So bring us home. How do you get people to sign up for these courses? Yeah. Last step is you, you kind of mentioned it's so your, your, the blog posts that you picked at the top of the exercise here, like the four or five, like top of funnel blog posts that are really popular. You're going back on those pages and you remove those ebook uh, content upgrades that you have in there and replace them for uh, your email course or do a 50, 50 test. Like your, your call love, love testing that like ebook mm -hmm. versus email course, and then check the percentage of folks that, you know, open click through, but also like how many of them jump into trial, how many of them become customers or whatnot. So the last step is essentially like going back into those blog posts and adding your email course CTA. Um, and you know, like the, the messaging for this is, you know, how, instead of aimlessly reading these blog posts that we have on our website, um, download this email course and learn how to start a podcast in five minutes delivered to your inbox every morning for five days. So we tested the messaging there, but that was like the, the five minutes delivered to your inbox every morning in five days, like, uh, had the best results. I mean, it hits upon some of those things that, that are missing from, from these types of conversation things. Like, you know, when you come aimlessly looking at these blog posts, when you're trying to figure out, like, for instance, for me, it was really intimidating to think like, okay, we're going to launch a podcast. How the heck am I going to distribute this podcast? Transistor solved that problem for us really elegantly and, and simply. But when you start to package these value propositions in with a specific statements, and then you deliver on that promise, like nothing but good things happen to your brand. And I know like, there's a temptation now for me to start drilling you on like, what are the metrics out of this? But I actually want to skip over that part because frankly, I think, I think you're going to have to, as a marketer, you're going to have to figure out what metrics work for you. If open rates is what your company wants. Like I, I know from working with Phil and from talking about this, that you're going to get good open rates. 
um, if you're doing good things in the market, you can trust in a lot of ways that it's going to result in good, good revenue opportunities. So I want to ch- switch gears a little bit. Like we've got a good sense of you know, the playbook. Now let's talk a little bit about, you know, how do you gear that to the different stages of your funnel? Like walk us through a little bit of an example of what that looks like and, and how, and how you might package that together. Yeah. So the beauty of these email courses is less about like um, driving engagement uh, in, in the email courses themselves, but also pushing people to the next stage of your funnel or like interfacing with um, your product or discovering the benefits of your product. Right. Um, so you can actually create email courses for different stages of your funnel. So if we go back to our example with uh, Transistor, so our, we, we just spent time building uh, a course on how to start a podcast at the top of the funnel. So folks viewing all those pages uh, on the blog that are very popular, uh, a lot of those will sign up for um, how to start a podcast email course. So once folks finish that five-day course, maybe you're asking them for feedback um, after a few days, but then like wait a couple of weeks, um, maybe just one week or whatever, um, and then like push them the next course. So you started at the top of the funnel, maybe at the middle of the funnel, you're doing a course on how to record and edit your podcast. What are the tools that you need to buy? Like what type of mic do you need? What boom stamp do you need? Do you need a pop filter? Like there's a lot of different steps in there. So folks like... They, they sign up for the first one. They know like all the 10 steps they need to take to start a podcast. One of those steps is figuring out the tools that you need. And so like you're pushing people into that next stage of the funnel, which is like diving into the tools themselves. I like this and I like the the, the regular kind of transition points here. And this is something that I think a lot about. And even as we've been talking, I realize that might... If you're listening, you think, John, you're such an idealist, you know, salespeople will never email anybody like, of course, of course, of course, I know this. But what instead I'm advocating for here is, is a, a build towards value. We, you can't ask for a close if there's no value in that right. relationship. And I feel like, you know, at some point during this course of, you know, for Transistor, if they were to run this email course playbook, they would totally earn the right to say, hey, why don't you purchase us? Why don't you consider us? Because by the way, your audience isn't stupid. They know that mm-hmm. you're in business. Yeah, for sure. Like, like, let's not let's stop hiding this crap and just come right out yeah. and say, like, hey, we built enough value with you. We think that there's actually even more value we can provide you if you become a user of our product. Right. And if it, and if it falls flat, it falls flat. Like, yeah. You, that- you, at this point, like you, you've built so much ton and like you've built a ton of trust with, with those folks or at least like credibility, right? Like you've, you've educated them, you've answered some of their questions at the top of the funnel in the middle of the funnel, like you're, you're getting into a bit more of the nitty gritty stuff. Um, and then like you're, you're wrapping a bow on it with, um, you know, kind of the, the, a course offer for the bottom of the funnel. So for transistor, it could be, um, you know, so you walk someone through how to start a podcast and then what tools you need for that podcast in the second course and then the third course could be how to host your podcast how to publish your episodes uh tutorials that are just like showing screenshots of transistor and how easy it is to upload your episodes and get rss feeds and then like it's it's a very natural transition to like okay you know we've like educated you on all these steps this is one of the steps you need to take and we're really good at doing this like start a free trial yeah, he he. My Bofu, my Bofu uh, email course is actually just my product, and I'm going to show you how to use my product because that's valuable too. 
Exactly. Like it's it's a tutorial of your product, but you're wrapping a bow on it in a sense that you're educating your audience on a problem. And the problem is something that your product is solving. So like the the two are the same to me in a sense. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. So obviously we're not the only ones to have created this email course. There's thousands of email courses out there. GoHighBrow.com has a huge database of 10-day email courses that you can take. Um, but if you work at a company right now that's got a bunch of eBooks everywhere and you haven't tested the email course program out, give it a shot, do five days, and um, it'll probably end up being the most engaged email program you've ever built. Boom. Thanks, Phil. Thanks, Phil.